You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. I am back from Dallas. I had the longest, longest week in Dallas. I probably slept like three to four hours each day. Um, I went with Generation Rescue to host the third annual Autism Education Summit in conjunction with like five other events that were happening that weekend. Um, so it was a crazy weekend, but uh, a lot of families left with a lot of resources and a lot of money was raised to help more kids with autism, which was amazing. So I had uh, I had the best weekend, but now I was on the la- first flight out to Dallas on Wednesday, and I took the last flight home from Dallas on Sunday. It was nonstop since, and it's definitely taken a toll on my body. So I'm a little sniffly and a little nasally and a little puffy, but um, it was well worth it. And I, I don't regret it for a minute. But I mean, in the midst of my chaos, it looks like um, Kim Kardashian had her own little drama. She got attacked by some burglars and Lindsay Lohan lost like half a finger. So I know Mercury is no longer in retrograde, but something seems to be going on lately. Um, but I'm happy to put all of to shelve all of that for a minute um, because I have a very exciting guest. She's the creator of the philosophy. I have Sophie Jaffe. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, perfect. Okay, perfect. Yeah. How are you? I love the California vibe you have going on today. Yeah, I just when I walk, I actually was just telling you that I biked here because that's yes. how close I live, and I am just so happy because I just moved about a. A week and a half, two weeks ago we moved here, and the past two years we've been almost 45 minutes or so out of the city, and all my stuff is here. So it's yeah. just so nice that on 6 o'clock on a – what day is today? Tuesday? Tuesday, On a yes. Tuesday <laughs> at 6, I can get on my bike four minutes ago and get here and come to work. You know, I and love It's just that. like the coolest. But yeah, I mean, A, that's really California, and B, <laughs> really convenient. <laughs> Good No, places. totally. Yeah. Do you have a beach cruiser? I do. I love it. Yeah, usually I have a bike cart, so uh-huh. my kids are usually at- in the bike cart. I take my little one to preschool on the bike cart, which is again uh, so California. That. But yes. it's just so nice to just little spurts of energy and exercise throughout the day. You know, instead of getting in a car, yeah, buckling them in the car seat, it's just like too much. And then traffic is so and traffic's horrible. But if you're on a bike and then you're just free, and yeah, I'll just take just the sidewalks not... when I have the kids, and that's fun. That's fun, nice. and we have great conversations because we're outside, and when the sun's beating on our skin, and we there's no you're not. You know, when you're strapped in a car seat, I mean, we don't really know. We're just – we're doing right. it on purpose and we're grown up, so it's <laughs> different. But for kids, it's just – it is really constricting. And so right. they're just immediately annoyed. It's not a great scene. So then to put them in traffic or, you know. I know. Just, then they get antsy. Yeah. I mean, we get antsy. Yeah. yeah. So the bike's the best. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. The, the the sunglasses, I see those all over Instagram, <laughs> the mirrored with the colors. You can get them for 15 bucks. No filter. 15 bucks at the mall, <laughs> at the Grove. I got these at the Grove for $15. So. I love it. The the girl that cuts my hair. I know my hair looks like total shit today. But no the girl doesn't. that cuts it. Um she was telling me that those are so in trend and in style, and she's like, everybody's wearing them, yeah. the blue ones, and now it's the pink ones, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good thing when things are in trend, like, not to trust it too much, so I usually buy the cheap version instead of, like, yeah. investing. No, I totally am no digging point. your outfits Thank today. Thank you. So, Cali chic. Thank you. I try, I try. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to talk to you about the philosophy yes. because it, you have not only an incredible blog, but you have these superfood blends and these cleanses that I love so much. I um, first found out about them at the Love Beauty Wellness Festival oh, that great. was held in downtown earlier in the summer. 
Um, and then I tried the, I think it was the berry protein blend mm-hmm. that I really liked. And now I use them in my my protein shakes. Um, and I've been dying to try the butters. Those yeah. look really yummy, too. <laughs> well, but... I live walking distance. You can come <laughs> by and get them. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about, like, how it all started for you. I mean, yeah. was holistic wellness always something you were interested in? Or did I feel like most people kind of have a journey of they got sick or had, you know, something um, impact their family that mm-hmm. got them interested in it? Yeah. I think it it can come from different realms. Or realms. You know, you can put your attention on either thing and and I don't think anything's all or nothing but there are lots of different things that affected me to um to start to live this lifestyle and breathe it and be really passionate about it my mom who I lived with most of the time my parents were divorced my mom is a holistic nurse practitioner okay so I grew up I never went to a doctor ah. um she brought our immunizations home that we had to have and she would give them to us herself I only took homeopathic medicines my entire childhood uh-huh. unless something was really you know troublesome or right. worrisome um but yeah super holistic in that way growing okay. up and just i didn't know anything else and then um but also moderate not like crazy extreme just i never needed right. to go to the doctor because she either was friends with the people that we needed help from i could go see you know a sister doctor or a brother doctor if it was something outside of her realm uh-huh. but she was a holistic nurse practitioner so other than prescribing meds and doing surgery she pretty much can do everything that a doctor can do. Um, in California, I think um, nurse practitioners actually can prescribe meds. So it just depends on the state. But anyway, uh, so she, so I grew up in that sort of environment. But again, always a balance. You know, I right. had wheat bread during the week on my sandwiches, which I was embarrassed about. No one wanted to share food with me. But then on the weekends, we had sugary cereal, and that was like our treat. You know, so oh, it, it was still a balance. Right. Nothing really super extreme. Um, but then when I moved to California when I was 18 to live with my dad and go to UCLA, um, I – went to a regular doctor, got some blood tests, yeah. and found out I have really high hereditary cholesterol, oh. and so does he. Okay. So it's from his, it's the same kind of situation going on in our bodies, uh-huh. and it turns out that it's really just the way that our bodies work with work with cholesterol. It's not right. really like our baseline is just different than yours. Okay, um, so. It made me really scared because I had never – like I thought I was the healthiest person that right. I knew. And then all of a sudden like I have these like ridiculously high numbers. So I was like, oh, like I started going to farmer's markets. I was in L.A. I was in California. You know, and it's the whole like just super mindful and aware and animals right. and rights. and uh, So I just got really crazy about it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to – I'm determined. I'm right. going to lower my own cholesterol. Like watch me. And, you know, over time I went totally plant-based. Um but it didn't really make an effect because I'm already really healthy. I work out a lot. I'm really, you know, good to myself, really positive. I eat really healthy foods already. So just taking out the little bit of meat that I ate, right? it didn't make enough of a didn't, difference. Yeah. And it's hereditary. It's not like something that – it's not like I'm, I have a high cholesterol diet or I'm sedentary or something like that. Right. So, yeah. So I took a t- couple many years six or seven years where i was totally vegan okay um and i just became kind of like i think honestly it was kind of like almost like an addiction like a challenge more than a necessary thing because i knew it wasn't changing my cholesterol but i was like oh well this is kind of like a fun challenge and kind of like people say they're gluten-free but really they just want to eat healthier right i feel like that was kind of my thing i didn't recognize it at the time but I, looking back, I'm like, eh, it was kind of like a control thing. Right. You know? Um, so, yeah. So that lasted a little while, six or seven years. And then I got pregnant with my first son. 
Kai. Um, yeah. And I started craving meat and hunting in my dreams. <laughs> like my first trimester, oh I was like literally God. hunting bow and arrow style. That's hysterical. And I was like, okay, it's time to like listen to my body. Right. So I did. And I started moderately like become more like flexitarian and like eating meat here and there. Like I was okay. building a human. Right. And I had been – I think also if I wasn't so extreme – for those seven years, I might not have been craving meat like I was. Right. But because I had deprived myself of for so long a lot of nutrients from eggs, from any animal product, and I was just getting plant-based protein, which some people it works for. Right. For me, it clearly wasn't. Right. And I was denying it. I had, you know, I was anemic. Like so many things I was just kind of ignoring. And I was like, no, I got to do this thing. Yeah. I'm in this club now. I got to stick to it, even yeah. though it's not working clearly. So my when it, you know, when it was not about me anymore, and it was about a child, I was like, okay. I need to just protect myself and him and do right. this. Let's do this. Let's be a good mom at least. Like I've yeah. now been like kind of crazy for the past seven years, but like let's do this. So yeah. So then I just ever since have been really moderate about it, you know, like through breastfeeding, same thing. Like, okay, I'm now breastfeeding. I need a lot more calories. Let me just listen to my body. I'd say really now I'm more like 80 to 90% plant-based Okay. All the time. But then I'm just – there's some flexibility in there. Okay. So does plant-based mean like no meat or no – It just means heavy. To me, it's like more – yeah, I think when I say that I just don't want to say the word vegan because okay. it's been such a scary like place for me when right. the psychos come out and get me. Yeah. So I – for me, I just want to like focus on plant-heavy foods. Okay. And then – I let the rest be kind of like whatever works when I'm, you know, like sometimes it's fish, sometimes whatever. But the other 10% is, yeah, whatever, eggs, fish most of the time. And like maybe if we're at a really nice restaurant, I'll have a few bites of my husband's whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like being that you were raised, um, you know, around holistic wellness, was there ever a point where you retaliated against that or didn't want to do it? And maybe, you know, because it was so uh, much a part of your life growing up and you, as you got older, did you ever challenge any of those beliefs? I mean, I think... Or did it kind of help you? I think it helped me to be more connected to my mom because she wasn't living here. So when I, I started... So then when I was in, when I was 20, I was just graduated from UCLA and I was spending a lot of time in this local juice bar uh-huh. in Hollywood down the street from my parents' house. And I knew that I didn't want to keep going on like that academic realm necessarily on that right. route because it's just what everyone else was doing. They were kind of like standing in line like, OK, now we got to go to get our master's and go to right. grad school. Like we got to just follow this path. And I didn't want to just do exactly what everyone else is doing just because they said that that's what you're supposed to do as a psych major. Right. So I was like, let me just take a little bit of time and figure it out. So I was spending a lot of time at this juice bar, fell in love, reading all their books, homeopathics, like all this stuff that kind of reminded me of my mom Uh and that part of growing up that was really safe and secure and healthy and made sense. And I then got a job there and like it kind of went from there. And I became the manager of the juice bar. I got became the manager of the group cleanses. That's when I fell in love with superfoods. And that's when it all kind of happened. I'm early 20s. You know, I was single. Just that was my life was raw foods, superfoods, that kind of lifestyle, high vibrational living, yoga. All of that happened right around age 20, 21. And then I broke off to start philosophy because I didn't like working for someone else. Right. Yeah. So that's where it was born. But the, the interest in healthy foods started at a young age, I think. So was starting your own brand always something you kind of envisioned or that kind of just happened? (laughs) Yeah, it just happened. The coolest thing is that my entire ride has been really organic. Okay. Nothing has been – I'm not – I like to plan, but I had no idea what I wanted to, quote, be when I grew up. Like I didn't – 
have I didn't know. Yeah. And the company came just because I I was like, why am I doing this for someone else and not really making too right. much money when I could work for myself and still not make too much money, but at least it would be my company. Right. You know? I feel like that's the best way yeah. is to not have the plan and to no. kind of just go and let it take you and then and then it develops. That's and, what this is. And I love that. Yeah. So that's what, I mean, that was 2021. I think t- philosophy in its first stages started when I was around 22. So it's been a decade. So did you initially want to start it as like a blog or a lifestyle website? Or was it initially the products that you started with? Or how did it was? So I, yeah, so it when I was in the juice bar, that was when I was making cleanses for people. Uh huh. And then I just was like, okay, I could do this on my own. So okay. I started making cleanses, full cleanse, breakfast, lunch, dinner, two snacks for three days, sometimes five in my kitchen and then delivering it to their home. So that's what it be- that's what philosophy first was. Okay. And then it ev- and then I had a blog along with that. So I was blogging with recipes and that sort of thing like in the very beginning 10 years ago. And then from there it wasn't sustainable. So f- I had a commercial kitchen at one time. I was delivering before Air One. Have you been to Air One? Yes, I Bef- love Air One. Okay, before Air One had pre-made foods, uh-huh. I was making food for them. Oh, wow. And I, before any of that, I made their smoothies, I made their salads. I had a commercial kitchen on Robertson, and I would just make pre-made foods for them, package them, little prices, and then make pre-made cleanses for people. Like, I was in the kitchen all the time making these beautiful foods. So that's what philosophy really started as. And then from there, once I was pregnant with my second son, I realized it wasn't sustainable. I was working for George Clooney at the time, Mm -hmm. three days a week, like eight months, three days a week, consistently more than half my day for those three days. And it was a lot and it was draining. And it was kind of like, what am I doing this for? Like I'm running myself ragged. I'm running around the city making food for people that like – it's not really growing my business. It's just right. making me crazy and I'm not making that much money. And is it really worth it if I'm not going to grow? Like George Clooney is very private. He's not going to go around right. being like tweeting. Pass- yeah. He doesn't do that. So right. what is the point here? Like what am I trying to achieve? And I was really resistant at first. My husband was like, you can't do – this isn't sustainable. And I was right. like, oh, whatever. Like leave me alone. <laughs> and then eventually I was like, OK, maybe he has a point. And I was already – I already had the superfood blends Okay. in my – private clients kitchens and big jars and i just say add a spoonful of this to your smoothie add a spoonful of this to your oats no 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 same idea and then i was like why don't i package this and sell it so that's when it started it first started with the green one green dream and then we went on to cacao magic and then to berry bliss and and did you expect it to take off the way that it did no no it didn't take off that fast i mean it was 7 years ago it was slow i mean i was packaging them myself I was weighing them. It was like I was a drug dealer. I was a superfood drug dealer. <laughs> I like, like separating it out, measuring it, writing the price on it, meeting people in back You're alleys. You're the healthy Breaking Bad. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Literally, people were like, I need my green stuff. You know, it's like straight up drugs. I love that. Yeah. So then from there, it it kind of evolved into a bigger – I was like, oh, I could sell this online and ship it. Right. So then when when the online store piece came in, I mean, now still 90% of our sales are online because you can just – you can have it anywhere. And that was my whole dream is like I want to bottle myself up and be able to share that with people. Right. That energy, what I love about raw foods, that's what's in those bags, you know, and they're different blends that I created based on my own love of each of those ingredients. And there's some crossover between them, but they're really synergistic. Each thing has a purpose. Each ingredient is in there for a reason. And I worked really hard to formulate that exact recipe. So you don't need to have stevia in it. You don't need to have sugar. Right. 
I mean, you could eat that by a spoonful and yeah. it, it wouldn't be gross like some other protein powders are. Yes. Or too sweet or too stevia rich. Like, it's just superfoods. Yeah, it's just... I found a lot of them that are really stevia heavy. And yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah, we're one of the few on the market, if not the only one, that doesn't have stevia or sugar in it. That's awesome. Yeah. So then it can go savory or sweet. Yes. Yeah. So um, how does it feel? I mean, because I can just by talking to you right now, I can see the passion that you have for this company. Uh, How does it feel knowing that you've had that seven year struggle to get it off the ground um, to where it really is like a piece of you is shipping out to all of these different customers and clients? I mean, how does that as a business owner that started off that had no certainty that this was going to go well, that you're now in this place where you have a business that that has become successful. What is that like for you? Yeah, I mean, I think every day it's just coming back to that gratitude and just remembering to stay humble and just honestly just keep going. It's the daily grind. It's constantly trying to grow and help people. And at any moment, I can say I'm the luckiest girl in the world and I'm so successful. And I can also be like, there's so much work to be done. Like it's... So it's not like, oh, I've got here and now I'm here and I'm just sitting pretty. Like The, cha- the <laughs> no. struggle hasn't changed. The grind hasn't changed. I'm still – I put a lot of energy and effort. It's not like sales are flying through the roof and I just can like turn away and not do anything. Like I right. have to work really hard to do events, to get my name out. There's a lot of competition now and that competition has a lot of money behind it for their sales team. That was a lot of marketing money. I don't have any of that. So I'm still very grassroots, you know, like I have to physically go out and do events. I have to physically go out and meet people and spread the word. Other companies, they have just put a ton of money behind it. And that's what pops up on Google's when right. And I can't, you know, the only way to compete with that is what I've always done and what I've always known. And that's going out there, sharing my heart, sharing why I created the products and why I love them. You know, so that's what I'm doing every single day, whether it be on social media, face to face, doing demos, going to stores constantly doing that to keep it up because I haven't hit that point where I can turn away and go travel for three months and not think about it. Like if sales (laughs) are, yeah, if sales were low are low one day, then I'm hustling to get a few extra sales so we can hit our baseline and cover costs, you know? So what advice do you have to other, you know, to people listening that want to follow in your footsteps that want to create a sustainable brand on their own? Yeah. I mean, I would say, Make sure that you have a lot of trust in what you're doing and you have to be okay not knowing what's going to happen. I feel like that's the scariest part. It I didn't is. mean to cut you off, but I no, feel like it's okay. do you ever have a moment of like, okay, I, I'm doing this and I think I know what I'm doing, but I really don't know what I'm doing. And I'm kind of just, All and the there's time. just like that, that fear inside that's like, I don't know if one day I'm just going to screw it all up or I'm making the right decision and 100%. you just kind of. Keep going. Keep going. That's all. That is the biggest thing right there. Yeah. That's the key. And the rest of it just follow, follows suit. Like it just kind of works out. If you can just remember to believe in yourself and to right. keep going through, you're going to get things thrown at you. If I'm having a bad day or if I'm sick or a little under the weather, or if I'm overwhelmed, I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, and it's really scary, but it just has to come back to that place of just trust. Yeah. I got this. I'm doing this for the right reasons. I've I'm made happy. It this far. I've made it this far. Why would I quit now? And you know, I've made it my my life's purpose. It's this is it. This is what I do. And if I wake up tomorrow and I don't want to do it anymore, that's different. Not wanting to do it anymore is different than what fear right. or something that's not real. Absolutely. What will people think? That kind of crap. Like it's not that's not 
reality. Reality is I love what I'm doing. There's no one exactly like me. There's room for all of us to grow. We can all lift each other. We can work synergistically together. There is no competition. Like all of those kind of things to stay in my best place, you know? Right. It's easy to be like they have a a million dollar budget. Yeah. I have zero. Like, yeah. So why am I even trying? Why would I even do this? Like they just moved my stuff off the shelf and put theirs there because they paid to be there. And I can't do that. But I've been on the shelf for 10 years. Why? That's not fair. I can let that get me down or I can let it power empower me to be more creative and think outside the box. And I've done that a lot. I would say also as a just a helpful tip just to to really remember that there's ways around things, that there is other ways to look at things outside the box than maybe you're thinking. Yeah. Um, like events, all kinds of things that I've done where I found kind of a loophole or just another way to get inside versus paying the $10,000 to have a booth set up. Oh, why don't I go speak? Right. Okay, now I'll go speak at Wonderlust, for example. I went and spoke this summer at Wonderlust um, up in Squaw Valley in Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Three years in a row I've applied. Three years in a row I've gotten rejected. Why? Because one of my competitors is there paying a lot of money to be there. Mm-hmm. I can't afford those things. I keep getting rejected. So I was hitting my head up against the wall. I'm like, is there's got to be another way? Right. So I just started asking people if they knew anyone, if they needed other speakers. Can't I just speak there? Yeah. Okay. So then I did a speakeasy. Not only did I get paid to be there to speak about my brand, about who I am, about high vibrational foods. But then I got to spread that to all those people in a much more authentic, beautiful way to those 300 people sitting there listening to me, building a relationship with them, them getting to know me versus standing behind a booth, handing out free samples, which would have been another $5,000 for the samples. Right. I would have been $15,000 out. And for what? Like, you know, just because people grab some free samples, which most of us don't take seriously anyway. Right. You know, so I found a loophole and it, it benefited everyone. Like, I can't wait to see the talk. It's not out yet, but it was such a great experience. And I got people like awareness about my brand out there. So there's always kind of a way around for people that are starting out and they don't have maybe money in the bank or they don't have someone investing. You there's you can do things, be creative, ask around, get mentors, you know, just keep kind of connecting with people. And I'm happy to, re- to talk to people, too. Like, that's part of giving back and for where I am, you know? So people are welcome to email me. I love that, too, that you're willing to to give back and, yeah. and help, you know, the underdog. Heck, yeah. You know, it's so, I don't want to say frustrating or annoying, but, I mean, it's sometimes a little disheartening to see, you know, when people make it to a certain level and or certain like, eh. status and they're like, eh. Oh, can't, yeah. I can't bear to deal with that. Exactly. Yeah, no. And it's like... Because for me, I always look back at like when I was in that place yeah. and when I could have used that, you know? Me too. Me too. Like... My husband and I are starting to talk a lot about like different things with different addiction, all sorts of things, kind of a different topic, but still in the like holistic health yeah. world and wellness. And we just keep like, you know, we've been to a lot of different events and we experience all types of different people that just are a little entitled yeah. and we our biggest thing to each other is do not ever let me get that way do not yeah. ever we cannot we gotta stay on each other like that's good no matter what you have to stay true to who you are and like keep helping people and that's what it's all about right if you stop doing that and you're just sitting pretty and like getting free stuff and just happy like what's the point you may exactly. as well just go like just die now honestly like just you're not even alive you've anymore. Sold, yeah, yeah you've sold yeah everything sold that out. you've exactly yeah couldn't agree more. Okay, so I want to get some advice and some tips from you. Yeah. Because you are the philosophy yeah, mama. I am. Okay, so talk to me a little bit about what you, like your meal plan is for the day. Like what do you yeah. what do you eat in a typical yeah. day? I mean, I eat a lot more than I think people think I do. Okay. Um, I 
feel like I like to just fuel myself with tons of nutrients. So okay. I don't like being hungry. Yes. And because I eat mostly plant-based, it, you know, it's not as calorically rich. Right. But the nutrition really can fill you up. So I get a lot of good healthy fats in my diet, a lot more than probably what people think and probably more than people get. Um, but good fats get rid of bad fats. And so it's right. really something good. That I would, that's like a, a big key thing is good fats get rid of bad fats. So I have a coconut butter on my line. It's mm. really creamy coconut butter. And it has the superfoods inside. And I just kind of like melt it for a few minutes and then it's like eat it by the oh, spoonful yeah, or spread yummy. it. Yeah, I have to get you some. <laughs> so I'd say breakfast is usually – I'm usually trying to have water right when I wake up. Um, depending on the day, I either do like a matcha or chai or coffee depending if it's a coffee day. Um, do you do bulletproof? I do sometimes. You can make your own sort of like bulletproof – Ask thing with my coconut butters and then it's not like butter yeah <laughs> which is kind of weird to me but i can't do the butter. yeah yeah i'll do the coconut yeah. oil blended in yes. but i can't do the butter yeah so we're creating a recipe this week with the coconut butter in the coffee yeah. on the blog so i'll send you that link when it comes Ooh, out yeah yum. super simple um so yeah so i usually have um a smoothie for breakfast i'd say like Five out of seven days, I just have a big, huge smoothie, and it's either a smoothie bowl, and then I'll put toppings on it, like fresh fruit, coconut, granola, um, or I'll have um, – if my husband's home, he usually makes eggs for the kids, and mm-hmm. he like, thinks it's good to start with protein, which I agree. I just am too lazy to make eggs. Like smoothies <laughs> just like come so it's naturally. Easy. Yeah. Just throw everything in a blender. Um, so typically smoothies, sometimes I'll have eggs, um, and sometimes I'll have oatmeal. And like the colder months, I'll have to do like oatmeal and add my superfoods to it. Oh, yeah. And then I usually have a snack. I'll usually have like a juice or um, like a handful of nuts or a bar or something, like a healthy raw vegan bar. And then for lunch, I have a huge salad, humongous, like a huge salad bowl like worth yeah. of just fresh greens, sat, like all different types of mixed greens. And then like kimchi and maybe like some tempeh, bacon or like, you know, like some kind of a veggie burger or something, mm-hmm. um, avocado, like veggies like just load it up with whatever i have hummus you know just and then eat that and it's really fibrous and keeps me full for a while um and then i usually have like a little similar snack in the afternoon and maybe it's like a scoop of almond butter or a scoop of coconut butter and then for dinner um i mean ideally i'd have like salmon and like quinoa and veggies but i think most times it's just like a hodgepodge of whatever the kids are eating and i just like nibble my way through it (laughs) um realistically but yeah, I mean, if I were like, if someone were making me food, or if I were didn't have two kids nagging at me, I probably would make like fish or like some beautiful stir fry of like dip, like cauliflower rice and stuff like that. So probably like two yeah. days of the week. Yeah, like I love to cook, and I, I just it's just hard with the kids. They we'll all eat together, and then it's fine. But if it's just us, and they're like, we want pizza or whatever, I'm like, <laughs> eh, okay, and I'll just like munch on whatever the veggie burger, like heat it up. So what's your go-to tip for when we want to shed those extra couple pounds? I would say, again, good fats. Okay. Um, tons of water. Eat fat to burn fat. Eat fat to burn fat. Good health, Good healthy fats get rid of bad fats in the body. It flushes it out. Um, it seems so counterintuitive. Like, why right. would I eat this, like, calorically dense, high-fat thing if I want to lose weight? But, like, it really works. Yeah. It really works. And it keeps just... you full. And it helps, you know, about sh- sugar levels. And it just it just works. So good fats. Um, I've had lots of clients I've helped by just adding in a little bit of good, healthy fats each day. Um, lose those last five pounds or whatever. Um, in terms of bloating and stuff, I'd say just get, like, a huge green smoothie. Um, 
Green juice is good, but I think it's better to have some fiber to fill you up. Okay. Um, and then just don't eat too late. So okay. eating late, just for me personally in my body, when I want to just kind of like, oh, I'm, you know, I have this thing this weekend. I've been kind of like eating dessert every night. Eh. How am I going to learn? Do you have a like, time? Like 8 o'clock. Okay. For me, I'm just like, okay, 8 o'clock. I need to not. Done. Yeah. But it's usually just if I have something coming up and I have to like really feel good. Like most of the time I don't care. Yeah. I'm just like. I'll eat the dessert. <laughs> but it's all like healthy. Yeah. You know, like something I make. I have tons of desserts on my blog because I'm a I have a big sweet tooth. Mm, I do too. Yeah. But I lo- I make really fun, healthy things or yeah. so it's like it doesn't really matter. No, all of I love the Instagram photos mm, of everything. Yay. They're always so beautifully shot. Yeah, thank you. Um so what would you say, only because I'm sniffly and sick today, yeah, yeah, is yeah. your best go to tip for cold busting? Oh, that's a good idea anyway, for going into fall. Yes. Um and just a cold boosting. Yeah. The cold, yeah, cold busting, colder months. Um, so turmeric's really great. It's an anti-inflammatory. You can oh, add... I just bought fresh turmeric, too. Oh, good. I got this recipe from Goop, because mm-hmm. I'm a Goop reader. Um, it's a turmeric, ginger, almond milk latte. Perfect. And it's literally turmeric, ginger, almond milk, and coconut oil. Yeah, and like some cinnamon. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, have that for sure, like multiple times a day. Okay. Um. And then the Berry Bliss is actually really potent, and it has ridiculous amounts of vitamin C in it. There's a specific fruit in there called Camu Camu, and it's the top vitamin C-rich fruit on the planet. So it's really, really concentrated. So add it to whatever it is. I would actually add it to that drink. That turmeric drink would be really good. Add like a whole heaping, heaping tablespoon and blend it up. It'll taste great. You know, okay. Just add like a little bit of honey to it or something. And so these would also be good to take to stay proactive during the fall sure. season? Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's it's so good to boost your immune, immune system as well. Um, and then like you said, ginger is really great. Um, yeah. Or I mean if you're already kind of getting sick, oregano oil can be really good, but also okay. kind of disgusting. But it works. <laughs> I actually really like oregano. Uh, the oregano oil have you had I that? I haven't had okay. that. Is it's it... a good thing to like gargle and uh, it's kind of rough, but it's good. Eesh. It's good for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I'm just be, like take a little shot of it. I'm going to be having a ginger turmeric latte tonight. Boom. <laughs> it's going to be so yummy. It's a perfect little nightcap too. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sophie, for this coming so in today fun. and chatting with me. The yeah. time just flew by. Yeah, it did. So where can people go to learn more about the philosophy and your products and read your blog? Yeah. So my blog and all the products are available um, in one place, thephilosophy.com, spelled with my name. So thephilosophy.com, I-E. And then um, I'm at Philosophy Mama, M-A-M-A, on all social platforms. We're on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, um, my personal philosophy page on Instagram and then Twitter, Pinterest. All of those are Philosophy Mama for Facebook, too. And then I have a Philosophy Love account, which is the Instagram. And that's where you'll see everything that has to do with the recipes and the blog and and people like you posting a recipe and then we repost it and yeah. the community is there which is really fun so philosophy love for that if you want to see what's up with that where Ooh. we're going to be and events we're doing and all things philosophy are there and then philosophy fun. mama is more like my personal personal journey yeah like the kids and me as a yoga instructor and things with my husband and retreats i'm doing and just stuff i'm up to and personal just thoughts on the day and just real talk all the time no filter hashtag no filter no filter
Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter. Thank you, Sophie, for coming in. Thank you. Such a fun conversation. Everybody needs to go check out The Philosophy. Follow her at Philosophy Mama on social media. And definitely check out that Berry Bliss is so yummy. It's insane. And I can't wait to try the coconut butters. So check her out. The Philosophy, the blog, the products, all of it is so yummy and good for you. And she is definitely one of my favorite gurus to follow. So go follow her right now. And don't forget to listen and subscribe to Hashtag No Filter every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, thenetworkstudios.com. Follow us, like us, do it all. And don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. I'm going to go recover and talk to you guys next week. Bye. Today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.